0: welcome to another episode of Nota conversations thank you so much for joining me i'm your host lisa today's episode is going to be quite an interesting one i pretty much say that like every episode um, but today i'm actually going to be touching on the subject of breakups so this is something i've never really delved into i've definitely like mentioned um, you know, parts of it in like previous episodes, but I've never really spoken it about it publicly. But the twist of the story is I'm actually gonna do like, you know, talk about the positives of um, what I've experienced out of breakups. I think it's really important to highlight um, what to look forward to. Well, what my experiences were like. And so, you know, if you're going through a breakup or you know someone's going through a breakup, you can tell them that there is definitely a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, I do realize that for me to really just showcase how I got to each of these realizations that I'm going to be sharing with you, I obviously need to share my story. So, ah, uh, it's something I haven't spoken about publicly, but, you know, out of respect for the people involved, I obviously won't mention names and I'm not going to go into actual details of what has happened. Um, because I can't speak for them but what I can do is speak for myself and just speak about my experiences but I would have to say like um, I think like the biggest like the toughest time in terms of my relationships that I went through was um, a breakup I had about a couple years ago Um, the person I was with I It's funny, like, just thinking about now because I don't really think about it anymore. Well, not anymore, but just not as much as I used to. Um, But basically, like, just out of context, um, my ex-boyfriend and I that I was with, I was really in love with him. I thought that we, well, I was so sure that we were going to be together for a long time. And when he broke up with me, it wasn't the fact that I was upset that he broke up with me I was devastated that the future that I had envisioned us to be to have together and this future that I had thought about myself was now over it is gone it is never going to happen and that was what I was devastated by I was just so torn that this person like the love of my life had rejected me um wanted to end the relationship and um yeah, like, I just was really, really sad that, really sad, I was very, very upset that, you know, I wasn't going to spend the rest of my life with this person, um, and so I definitely felt like I, like, my entire world just crashed, and I fell into a very deep depression, and the The good thing, well, the good thing about breakups is everyone will go through the same emotions, so you will feel the same emotions, but it's just how you kind of deal with them is is where we sort of go a bit different with each other. I, um, I remembered, like, um, one of my, my best friends, and if she's listening to this, she's going to, like, we laugh about it now, but at the time, like, maybe, like, at the time, we weren't laughing about it, but... She took me out for dinner like maybe like two weeks out of the breakup. And um we were at a restaurant and you know, obviously she wanted to see how it was going and wanted to see me, to, to support me. And I was just crying, guys. I like cried so much um that I had to constantly ask for tissues because I was obviously talking about what had happened and I, I didn't understand why we broke up. I didn't understand. What the hell was going on? Like I was just so confused, so distraught. Like all the feelings you can imagine. And you know, my best friend, she's so lovely, she's just sitting there going, Oh Lace, like I know you're like really struggling right now, but give it six months and you're gonna you're gonna feel better. And this waiter keeps coming over to be like, Hey, do you guys want to order? And she's like, No. Not for another five, and like, but every time this poor guy comes over to ask for our, like order, I'm just, I'm just really crying, like literally ugly crying. And the thing about me, guys, is that I'm not embarrassed. Like I, I don't get embarrassed easily in public. I get secondhand embarrassment for other people, but I don't like if you try to embarrass me, I don't get embarrassed because the thing is, you're never gonna see these people again. So I will ugly cry as much as I want in public. I don't care. I don't. I do not care. So we're just – I'm just crying so much. And this was going on for, like, I don't know, half an hour. And we still hadn't ordered. Um, but now when, like, my my friend and I talk about this, like, we just – I just laugh because I'm like, wow, I must have been – It just you just laugh at the situation because it's funny how the waiter kept coming back to ask her out order. And I think in the end she was just like, can you just – we will call you when we're ready. Like, can't you see my friend is really upset? Like – he just wasn't getting the cue. Um, but anyway, like, I I kind of vaguely remember different things at the time, but I think because I was just so upset, there were a lot of, like, I was, like, pretty much a zombie for the first, like, four months out of the breakup. Um, but surely I actually felt like maybe year on I started to feel better and um, feel like the life that I thought I was going to live just, it just, I was so far away from it that I had accepted and then I started to move on. Um, so yeah, I started dating again. I started, you know, really looking into myself. So this is the best part. Um, I think about like, you know, months after it happened, I really just sort of like, uh, went in the deep end of really figuring out who I was because this was the very first time that I was single as an adult. So from the ages of 18 to 24, I was just always in relationships. So I had been in two serious relationships with my first boyfriend for about four years, which is so long. Um, We even lived together, so it was a pretty serious relationship. Then the second one was obviously my ex-boyfriend. and um, I I never really known what it was like to be single. I think between my two ex boyfriends, it was about like a couple of months in between, um, and like that was unexpected as well. So um, here I am thinking like I don't know how to be on my own. I've never been single before. Like, what is this like? And it was terrifying. It was scary, and I, it was it was very uncertain. I. Um, definitely felt a lot of feelings of rejection and my self-worth was just so, so low. Um, I started to feel like, like, what was the point? Like, I don't, I don't know, like, what I'm going to do with myself. Um, and little did I know that at this point in time, this was an opportunity to really get to know who I am because I never, I never knew that what what it meant to be independent, I didn't know what it meant to actually learn about who you are and I didn't know much about myself so I had to really push myself to really find out these things. So the first few things I did was actually go out alone and this was really hard because I always felt like there was a stigma for people that spent time on there. And, like, and what I mean is, like, not actually at home, just spending time in your home. I mean, like, actually, like, going to a restaurant and having dinner going to the movies by yourself, going to the museum or going to a concert. And, like, speaking of, I went to a music festival by myself, guys. Like, do you know how hard that was? And come to think of it, what a crazy bitch I was for doing that because, like, honestly... I wouldn't do it again. Um, especially because I decided to get drunk to relax. Well, I didn't get drunk. Like what happened was I walked in and I was like, well, this is, this is going to be a really tough day. Um, and it was, it was, I think it was field day. Yeah, it was field day. So it was the new year and I was like, wow, I'm doing this on New Year's Day. This is, this is a lot of pressure. And obviously the pressure was coming from myself. um, So I thought I would just down like a couple drinks just to kind of help relax. And I really did. And I actually ended up having the most hectic time ever, like at a music festival by myself, like the best time. Like honestly, like it's funny because all the other Times I've gone to music festivals, I've gone with friends, but this was the best bomb ass time I've ever had. And it was because I met all these people and, you know, they just took me under their wing and like, I saw Flume, you guys know, I love Flume. He is like my number one. I love him. Um, yeah, it was just, it was just amazing. So I mean, I wouldn't go again by myself just because you know, I could get really totally wasted and no one would know I was there. So it's, it's best to go with like at least one other friend, um, just to like, you know, look after each other, but it was like such a fun experience and it took me out of my comfort zone. And I think that was what I needed, you know, for the past, like from 18 to 24, I never did anything out of my comfort zone. Like on my own accord, I would always do things, um, based off like my current partner at the time like if we so I went to South America and I did all these things with my first boyfriend and it was totally out of my comfort zone but it would have never happened unless I had been with him you know unless he said hey let's do this I would have never ever thought about going to South America unless I'd you know ever probably ever and that is what I'm grateful for you know I'm really grateful for those experiences that I had with him um so yeah, like I pushed myself into doing things on my own. I even went to like a fine tiny restaurant on a Saturday night by myself, which probably wasn't the best idea at the time because it was literally just all couples. And I was just there by myself. I even dressed up for myself. Like I looked really good. If only this was like a video podcast, I could like put like, you know, screenshots of me in my outfit. I looked pretty good guys. Um, and then I took myself out afterwards I went to Opera Bar and had a drink on my own. Like it was honestly the most weirdest thing to to go to a bar by yourself, which apparently a lot of people do, but not maybe not a lot. It's really unheard of for me. But um yeah, like I was just doing it, doing these things on my own to try and just push myself. Um, and what I realized out of doing these experiences is that I don't need anyone's permission to do anything. I don't have to wait for anything anyone or anything I can do things on my own and that was the first time I realized being on your own gives you the freedom it gives you freedom it gives you the freedom to do whatever you want you don't have to wait on anyone and I think like the biggest thing as well like for example like the music festival example is you're stuck with people and they want to do different things and you're just like but I just want to kind of stay here and listen to this act and it's like you know you have to sort of follow the crowd a little bit. So you know doing things on my own made me realize I could do anything I wanted to. Um, and then the next step was I wanted to go on a holiday on my own. So for my 25th birthday, I bought myself a trip to Hawaii. Um, it was so crazy. I remember going to the Travel Expo. I'm like, Hawaii is the destination. Um, the reason why I picked Hawaii was because I wanted to pick a destination where it was beachy. It was, you know, laid back. Something that really reminds me of who I am. And also, I had just watched a season of Terrace House in Hawaii, and I was like, "Yep, that's it. That's that's the one." Um, and I've never been to the states before, but I don't really count Hawaii as like the U.S. It's like kind of like an island on its own, right? So I was super excited. And the other and the other reason why I picked Hawaii was because. Um, I never had traveled alone before. So I wanted to pick a destination where, you know, I could understand language. It was easy to navigate. Um, so I just wouldn't put that anxiety on myself. Um, so when the time came, so I went to Hawaii last year. Actually this time, okay, well, the when I'm recording this episode September, so it was like last year in September, I honestly had the best time ever. Like every day I would wake up and open up the blinds with me and my like, I was on a tour group so with my tour mate that we were sharing a hotel room together I would wake up and I would just see the view of whatever island we were on in Hawaii and I was like I cannot believe this is my life at at this moment like I had never been so present before until that at that time I didn't have to think about anything I didn't have to think about what I had to do when I get home I didn't think about the past like I was just there in Hawaii and it was such a special place for me that i decided to get a tattoo about it so when i was in maui which was towards the end of my trip i um went in and got a tattoo i got myself a hibiscus flower because i want to remember what i felt like and i wanted to commemorate how important that trip was and i did it all myself and i think that's the biggest thing you know i gave this opportunity to myself if my ex-boyfriend never broke up with me i don't think i would have ever gone to hawaii um and that like that that scares me <laughs> the fact that if we were still together now most of the experiences I've had in the last few years would have never happened and that scares me a lot because I don't want any of those experiences taken away from me so traveling alone was like the biggest thing for me and um it made me it it taught me to be more present and knowing if you know me I'm I used to be and I'm trying to work on it I can like focus on the future too much because i'm always thinking about like the next best thing i'm like thinking yeah if i get that car if i get that job if i get that once i earn this much i'm going to be good um but i never like focused on the present and it's only like like in the most recent months have i now really decided like no i need to stop doing this because i'm missing out on my life like i have a i'm actually living a great life at the moment it's been tough the last few six months and my friends would know that but I'm okay, like I'm still here and I need to like really take that into account that everything is okay. Um and if I keep like being upset about it, like what things that I'm missing from my life, I'm gonna miss out on what's going on right now. So Hawaii taught me to be more present and it took it if I eventually got there now, a year later. It's it's just it's just crazy how these things happen in your life to teach you the most valuable lessons. And which comes to like, this is not um, sort of relating to my story just now, but um, what I realized after, you know, my breakup was, I realized I had deserved so much more for myself than I could have ever given. Like um, up until the point two years ago, I always thought like, for me to be happy, like I just want to be the best partner to 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 my to my boyfriend, and um, you know, giving is like the best thing I can do. Like every time I supported him, um, helped him, like, and obviously I put his needs before mine. I felt so rewarded, like because I could see him happy. the The only thing I wanted out of that relationship was I didn't want to make him less of a man. I just want him to be better, like like a better version of himself and he he you know wanted to do all these things and um, both of us were quite ambitious and I just wanted to help him and see him happy and that made me happy but what I realized after we broke up was I never tried to do anything for myself and that was a really tough pill to swallow because I don't know what makes me happy well at the time I didn't know what makes me happy um and so like I I really tried hard for like a long time even now just thinking like what's going to make me happy what can I do for myself I mean right now I still feel like I'm figuring it out all I know right now is I want to do I, I want to do something that's going to leave an impact on this world um, and if you listen to my episode about me studying as a mature age student I recently just enrolled to do my diploma in counseling. And now I feel like I'm on track to, to really, you know, help vulnerable women who have um, experienced trauma. And that is a really big passion of mine. I'm a strong believer in women supporting um, other women. And I feel like this is where my purpose is, you know. And I think it stems from the fact of how I grew up as a child, um, you know, living in women's refuges. I realized like there is that women need to be more supported, you know, especially like with families and, it can be really hard for them to ask for help. Um, and I just, I just want to be part of that movement. I just want to really help them. Um, so I'm just really excited to see where this, this study, like studying my, uh, my counseling diploma is going to go. Um, I, I mean, I think happiness in itself is not like, it's a state of mind. I don't think you can wish for happiness in your life. You have to accept that there's going to be like ups and downs because, you know, as, um, Thich Nhat Hanh says, you know, everything there's like an opposite of everything for you to experience an up there needs to be a down. And that's when you really appreciate all the good things in life. Um, I know it's a bit cheesy and a bit like (laughs) corny for me to say, but it really is true. Um, it's, it's it's hard for me to accept because every time I experience a down, I just I really get super pessimistic and I hate on life. I'm just like, this sucks and I hate it and I want to get out of it. But you just kind of have to go through it, I suppose. So I realize like I deserved so much better than what I was being given. Um. And then I and then I realized as well what I wanted in a partner too. Although I'm not looking for a relationship right now, I have an idea of like what I would like in a relationship. But it's hard because like I don't want to expect this person to come in my life thinking like this is what I need in this relationship. Like I think it's important to express your needs um to feel supported, to feel um, love to be cared for, to be heard. Like those are really important needs in, in, in any type of relationship, but I don't want my partner to expect, like he has to give me the world because I can give that to myself. I don't want him to think like, you know, like I just want him to live his life besides mine. Like I want us to live independently from each other and just like live like live our lives together and just share what we're doing. Like, moving forward. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I just don't expect anything anymore from a partner. I used to expect like my partner having to give me emotional support, um, financial security and all these sort of things. And now I realize like I can actually do that for myself. I don't need anyone else to do that. And I think a lot of women get, um, this is a generalization, but I feel like a lot of women get a bit jaded by this and they're just like, I need, I need someone there to help me feel whole. And The thing was, I don't think I was ever whole in these relationships. I never felt whole. I thought I did, but I don't think I was. And the biggest realization I had from my really my like my last breakup um, that I was telling you guys at the beginning of this episode was I was in love with the idea of him. I don't think I was actually in love with who he really was because now that I realized, you know, the uh, after the relationship like ending, that I didn't really know who he was because you know he it it just I think like I made this image up in my head and I was like I'm so in love with that but I didn't really like think about who he really was and so that made me think oh my god like I tend to because I'm a daydreamer you know I love to daydream and idolize things romanticizing and I think that's just my my hopeless romantic side but Like, it made me realize that I was in love with the idea of what our future could be like, but not what it could be, what it was, like what our relationship was like. And like, looking back now, I could see all the cracks, I could see all the red flags. And that's when I realized, like, I deserve so much better than what I was being given. Um, And obviously, it takes a lot of work on yourself, a lot of time to really cultivate that self-love, to see that and it's an ongoing process as well. You know, you need to build that self-worth for yourself. And um, also as well, if you listen to my episode about self-love, it is not about telling yourself in the mirror that you love yourself. It is so much more about that. It is about loving yourself unconditionally, especially for your flaws and your mistakes. Because I think that's something that doesn't get pointed out in social media. Like self-love gets romanticized so much. And i think it's just about knowing like you know it's it's just it's hard it, you can't you can't just like love yourself hundred percent and then be able to love someone else i don't think it's like that you need to work on yourself all the time so it really bothers me when i see quotes where it's like you can't love someone else until you love yourself like it's an ongoing process you know there's never going to be a time when you're like yep i'm a hundred percent like i love myself I know it's going to happen and then boom pops a guy in your life or a woman like it really doesn't work like that I don't think um but yeah definitely like out of that relationship it's given me an idea of what I'd like to see in my next relationship um and the biggest thing is I want to avoid codependency which is something I struggled in my like first two relationships um codependency was such a big thing and now that I think about it like I was totally being held back not held down as Lizzo would say, like I was being held back because part of it was because I was holding myself back, um, because I was putting his needs before mine. And the other thing was because, you know, like it just, no, actually it was probably me, definitely me. Like I was just like putting myself back because I was, you know, not thinking about myself at all. So now that like I'm out of that and I'm on my own, I always try to put myself first. And it's definitely a weird feeling, but it's it feels very, very right. Um, I think the biggest thing as well, like one of the realizations I had was the fact that what happened to me was not personal to me. That was something that took me such a long time to accept. You know, for a long time, I thought the reason why he broke up with me was because he didn't love who I was. He didn't think I was enough or worth it to stay in the relationship. But looking back now, I... And this is not me, like, not taking responsibility or anything, but it definitely was nothing about me and it was more about him. I I don't think I did any fault in that relationship. If anything, I put myself way too much for him. And I do feel taken advantage of, um, but it's like it is what it is, you know, And I think like with breakups, you have to just try to tell yourself it's not personal. This person has decided to end the relationship with you or you've decided to end this relationship with them because you feel like you need to do something for yourself. It's got nothing to do with them. Um And now that I think about it, I can confidently say that it was really nothing personal. And sometimes like not everyone's going to like you, you know? And the thing is people want to be happy. They want to find the right fit, and sometimes you might not be the right fit, but that's but that doesn't mean how you live your life, you need to change that. You know, you should be able to live your life the way you want it just because someone doesn't agree with how you are doesn't doesn't mean you got to keep going. It's it's that's their choice. It's got nothing to do with it, you. So taking things personally um, it's, it's hard. It's definitely hard. Like I definitely felt like for a year after the breakup, I was like, he, you know, maybe if I did this or maybe if I did that or no, it was, it was hard. Like I really felt like I was not worthy enough to, to have been his partner. So, you know, it took me a long time to realize it. And the thing was my girlfriends at the time were always telling me, reiterating to me that no, it's not you. It's him. It's really, really him. It's nothing to do with you. And, um, you know, obviously people on the outside will be able to easily say that because they can see it. But um, the real win is when you see it. Um, So I feel like from my experience, from my breakup experience, I've come out of it more resilient, more stronger, more aware of who I am, more self-aware. And um, that is something I can own. That is something I can take forward. And, you know, I really own it. And that's something I'm very proud of. I think the biggest thing as well out of all this is the gratitude i feel um, i think the, i think that's the biggest thing that i felt out of all my experiences um all the hurt and depression and the struggle i went through to get to where i am today i sit here wholeheartedly feeling super grateful i mean if i had to go through my life again Guys, I would 110% go through that terrible breakup just to sit, still sit here and talk to you guys. I would never trade what I've been through the last two years for anything else. I mean, guys, I've gone to Hawaii. I've gone, for the time of my life, um, I moved out. I've been such a big success in my career. Like, honestly, I feel like I would have totally been held down if I didn't, you know, if, if it didn't happen, like... I feel like I've achieved so much and I'm only 26 years old. Like when I was 25, I turned 25, I reflected back and I was like, holy shit guys, I've traveled a lot, um, I've changed careers twice, I've gotten a degree, you know, I've really excelled in my personal hobbies, like my blog has taken off. I've worked with Mac, like that is huge. <laughs> I've collaborated with Mac three times, they wanted to work with me. And I started a podcast. I mean I've, there's other things that I've done in the meantime, but I really have grown so much in the last two years. It has been tough though. I have to I have to admit it's been very tough. I've had a very challenging year um, where I've been unemployed twice this year and it's been very tough on the financial side of things but I'm still here. and that says something you know you know one of my mates um, he you know he he's living in London at the moment and he's always telling me, you know, you got to go off and do your own thing. And he's, he's like, I really admire how he lives his life because he doesn't want to be held down by anything. And he wants to do these things for himself. You know, he always told me that he knew what he wanted to do when he like just moved to London. And that was like it. And I'm like, wow, I need that. I need to be brave like that. I'd love to guys. I'd love to live in Italy for a year. I'm not sure why Italy, but it's Italy. I've always wanted to live in Italy for a year. I don't know what I would be doing there, but that is one of my dreams. And um you know, I know like, I know, I don't know how I'm going to get there, but like I'm, what I'm saying is just going back to my point. I'm still here despite all the challenges I've been through. I'm still here. And one moment I say that I'm so happy in my life and my friends are really grateful. The next I'm just like in a deep depression. I'm struggling with having to live with my anxiety every day. And, um, it's such a roller coaster. but the, the, the thing that I'm doing is I'm actually acknowledging it's happening I'm not hiding from it I'm trying to confront it every day um and that says a lot you know me still being here says a lot so I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode about my insights on you know what has happened out of my own experiences with breakups but I have to say breakups are an opportunity for you to grow I have every single time like it's only happened to like I've had like maybe three breakups the last one was just a bit like yeah um, like it's that relationship's not even worth mentioning on this podcast, to be honest. And that's how I think about, it. like, that's, that's my opinion on it. Um, but every time I've had like a relationship and I thrive so badly, like I literally go off in my career and my personal projects, I just like, Ooh, I go up so high. Um, it's because I reflect that, focus to myself. And good things happen when it ha- when I do. Um, and I need to keep repeating that same pattern because it's a healthy pattern as well. So I I believe that rejection is a redirection in your life. That's what Jay Shetty says. And um, I'm really grateful that my ex-boyfriend broke up with me. Um, I doubt that he doesn't even know I do most of these things, but <laughs> Not that I want to like say anything to him, but I'm not exactly saying thank you to him. What I'm saying is like him letting me go was probably made the most impact on me because I've ever since then, I've done the best for me. And that's more than anyone can ever give me. You know, I've done all these things for myself. So thanks so much for listening to today's episode. I will see, not see, I will tune into next episode with you guys and I'm looking forward to it. Have a great day. Bye.